0: Welcome to Slight Reliability, learning SRE one day at a time. I'm Stephen Townsend. Welcome back to Slight Reliability. Today we're talking about SLOs, service level objectives, and the experience that I've gone through in the last six months or so, trying to figure out what they're all about, what their purpose is. Now, Eight months ago, I joined a brand new SRE enablement team, and the organisation I worked for there had been no history of SRE. There were no people with experience in SRE. It was completely new. So, in the team, the first thing that we had to figure out is where do we start? How do we go out to the different teams in the organisation and uplift them? What does doing SRE mean? Where do we begin? One of the concepts that very quickly rose to the top was SLOs. Here's something that we can do and it has something to do with building reliability in and tracking it and making better decisions based on what you're tracking. What's not to love? So the first step was to figure out what SLOs are and how we can define meaningful SLOs that actually help. So I read the Google, the original Google SRE book, cover to cover, I read blogs online. I was trying to find out how organizations around the world are defining their SLOs and using them and getting value out of them. And I was incredibly frustrated by the lack of concrete examples, by the lack of step-by-step instructions explaining how to do this stuff. So as a team, we came up with this idea of a facilitated workshop where we would go and work with a team who looks after an application or a system or a seat of services and collaborate with them to draw out those meaningful SLOs. That was the goal. And we put something together and I initially built it in Miro. So if you haven't used Miro before, it's an interactive whiteboard where everyone can look at the same board at the same time, and you can see what everyone else is doing. I think it's a great way to collaborate in a visual interactive way when your team is split in different geographic locations or working from home. Uh, we've also experimented with uh, Mural as well as Miro. We tried Microsoft Whiteboard, it was pretty difficult to use. Now because this is a podcast, I can't really show you visually the workshop and what we did. If you do want to find out more, uh, my colleague Gwen and I are speaking at SLOConf, uh, which runs from May the 9th to the 12th. And so check that out. We've got a, a little session, which is 10 minutes long, and we show our Miro board and, and what we tried to do. But the flow of the workshop was like this. First of all, we would identify the key customer groups that that team or that application and their services looked after. Who were the customer groups? Then, for each of those customer groups, we would identify the key services that that team provides. Then we would prioritize those services, pick the top most important services, and in the beginning, then we would define SLIs, service level indicators, or what are the key indicators of reliability for those services. Once we had defined an indicator, then we would set specific objectives. That actually opened up a whole can of worms. What comes first, the chicken or the egg? The SLI or the SLO? And we really couldn't find clear answers online. But the majority of the time I got an answer when I posted about it was that SLOs should come first. But that didn't make sense to me. Since that time, we have changed our viewpoint and we changed our workshop. We now do objectives first, but we don't set specific numerical targets until after we've defined the SLIs still. This is something that I would be very keen to hear from other organizations when they define, when you out there define SLOs and SLIs, what is the order that you do it? So our order right now is we set a high level objective for each customer and service. Then we choose meaningful indicators for that objective and then we set our numerical targets based on those indicators. The first team that we did this workshop with was a team who looks after a pretty significant kubernetes platform so they own the platform and the infrastructure and the deployment process and then teams all over iag host their applications and services on this platform and it was quite an interesting team to do this with in the beginning i think when we started building the workshop we were thinking about teams who have web applications or mobile applications or a web application which our internal staff use but this was a different context We had three sessions, each one hour long. The discussion was great. I think we genuinely came to a better understanding on who their customers are, what the services are that they provide, and just generally a better understanding of SRE concepts, SLO and SLI. But ultimately we fell well short of what we intended. By the end of those three one hour sessions, I don't think we had defined a single meaningful SLO yet. We hadn't created anything that we could then carry forward to change ways of working, provide better customer outcomes. There were lots of awkward silences during those sessions. There was confusion. Even within our team, we were the ones facilitating. We were learning about what these things meant as we went as well. So it was an interesting experience to start off with. One of the big things we learned is that we needed to provide a lot more guidance. So not asking open-ended questions so much, instead shape the workshop, have examples of answers for every question, have templates to follow, categories to guide the discussion in the right direction. And then we went a step further and reflected on what we were doing and went back to the purpose. SLOs are not an outcome by themselves. They're a means to an end. So what is the ends? What are we trying to do? And what we really were after is we wanted to get a better customer focus with the teams that we were working with. So that meant ideally understanding the customer and customer behavior better and tracking it, setting objectives around it, and in tracking it, taking information about what the customer behavior is and how it's changing over time to make better informed decisions about those services, the application, our business. We did iterate on the workshop a couple of times and we worked with some other teams on the workshop. We made various changes. We added a lot more guardrails and guidance. We split the workshop into two. So first of all, we would define the customer and the services then we would take a break do some research and then come back to talk about objectives and indicators but it just wasn't getting the outcome we wanted fast enough it was not working in iag's unique context so we thought how can we get that outcome of customer focus what else can we do to get that outcome and we landed on something completely different and this is what we're doing to this day When we begin an engagement with a team at IAG, the first thing that we do is we still talk with them and figure out who their customers are and what services they provide and prioritize those. And then we as a team go away and we benchmark their current reliability. So what is their availability? What are their error rates? Uh, What are the response time, latency? How saturated is their infrastructure? How many incidents are they having and what kinds of incidents? How much time is being spent working those incidents? Uh, Also, deployments, change. How often is change happening? And how often, when change is occurring, is there an incident or an impact? We figure going through that process of benchmarking reliability, we're going to provide a lot more to the teams up front and have a much better starting point for discussion to figure out how we can help them get a better customer focus. And I think that's something that I'm learning at the moment. It's not valuable to just follow a process without understanding the desired outcome. What we really need to do in the modern world of technology with complexity, massive adaptive systems which are always changing, we can't just Mimic other people. Mimic other organizations. You probably don't work for Google. So you need to think about what your unique context is and then what the outcome that you want is and how can you get that outcome in your unique context. So it's early days. But so far, this line of experimentation that we're going down seems to show some promise. And we've benchmarked our first platform. They seem quite engaged. They want to talk to us. We'll see what happens after this. And maybe we'll come back to that SLO workshop if it provides value at that time. But we think this is a better starting point. I will, I I really want to talk about the way that we benchmark availability because I mean I'm making up as I go along in a way and there are a lot of questions I have about how to meaningfully get a figure for availability. Is there such thing as one availability figure? Probably not. Uh, and so I'll be talking about that in future episodes. Now this particular, the first team that we work with, I want to give some examples of what we found. So this team, the second team we, we, we worked with, uh, we benchmarked their, their reliability. We looked at those six categories I talked about. Availability, error rates, saturation, response times, incidents, and change. And what do we find? First of all, we found a huge number of client-side JavaScript errors in our customers' browsers. Straight away, there's an opportunity, something to look at, something to work on. Also, we found that there were almost two priority three and four defects or incidents occurring in production every day. So that's that seems huge. I mean, my quest, the question I'm going to be asking is, what are they? How much time is spent looking at and like, dealing with these incidents? Are there patterns, particular kinds of incidents that we can hopefully set something up to remedy or reduce in the future. And the other one was that there are particular customer interactions which have a very high latency. So we can talk about that, figure out if there's any uh, opportunity there to to improve that. Still, it's an early experiment. I'm looking forward to reporting back how it goes and, and, and where that leads us. But yeah, as I said, In upcoming episodes, I'm looking forward to talking about that process of identifying availability, uh, error rates, uh, saturation and latency and response time, because there's a lot of technical complexity and decisions that you need to make when you're doing that. And it's tricky to have a confidence in yourself when you're doing it for the first time. I think I'm quite lucky that I have that performance engineering background. So I understand, in the most part, I understand metrics and how to measure, uh, but it's still not easy. So once again, this topic I'm talking about today, if you want to see visually in a bit more detail what we did to define this workshop, to define SLOs, we have a presentation at SLO Conf from May 9th to the 12th. I will put a link into the description of the podcast and the youtube video but that's all i wanted to cover today in this episode of slight reliability very much keen to hear your experiences defining slo's how that went whether you got value out of that and you saw a change in the way that teams were working because i think that's what was missing for us sure We're doing SLOs. We're introducing this theoretical concept. But how do we go from that to teams actually changing their ways of working, the way that they think about reliability and how it fits into their products? All right, I'll see you guys next time.